I <laughs> yes, another week, another TFP live stream, and like usual, there's no, there's nothing unusual this week. We've got Tyler, we got Status Josiah, quote. we got wait, wait. That's not Josiah. This is a John Huther. This is you thought you never thought this would happen again. Has it's it ever happened, happened before? Has it? I think this, this is before. my second time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was your first yeah, time. Don't tell right. anybody. Yeah. Years ago. You don't ask somebody about their first time, Tyler. Where am I supposed to be looking? <laughs> was it a... just oh right here? Okay. Yeah. Look I here. look right into the light up there. No, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like Hello, friends. Hi. How did we ever figure out what number live stream this is? Like, we got to be up there on Spotify. This is like uh, 44, but that started late in. I have a couple of stream career. I have like the last three or four live streams we did in the old shop before switching to the new studio. Um, however, I guess I'll say it now. I think when we get our new studio, we're gonna start season two. What does that mean? Have to stay what does tuned. that mean? You'll have to stay tuned. What does that mean? Season two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The second season. That comes after the first season, in case you didn't know. Um, I am looking to see how many episodes we have on Spotify for podcasters. While he does that, John, what do you think about those blue API bags we keep in the shop? What do you think about those? The medical bags? The API, the those blue ones that we put, like you put your guns in there the to preserve them. Yeah, those anti-corrosion bags. Yeah, they seem to work. Yeah. As long as you put the gun in there properly cleaned and right. do, do what you're supposed to do before you just assume the bag is going to do all the work. They definitely do help, though, yes. preserve and protect your gun. They make a uh, micro environment from what I've been told, right? Is it a ma macro? Micro no, micro. It is a micro, it's a micro environment. environment. Inside of a macro environment. Okay, and on in the in, in a turtle's dream, right? Riding on the back of a turtle, something like that. So, API. This has been a great ad read for them. Probably one of our best. For yeah, them. yep. They are a sponsor <laughs> of this stream, and I didn't give you any warning of that. I just kind of was like, okay. hey, unsolicited. I should be able. What to do you think? It is hard to impress John. So for him to say it seems to work, that's like that's high praise. That's high praise I'm from only, John. Yeah. Yep. He's never said that about me or Tyler. What, what is the number yeah. one gym in uh, Genesee County? Putting on the spot here. The number one gym? In all of Genesee County. I think Jim Morgan is pretty cool. <laughs> he's awesome. He's a uh, maintenance guy and he's very talented. Oh, Beyond Driven. Yeah, yeah Beyond yes. Driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. One. the number one gym. Yeah. And, uh, clearly, located in Leroy, right next door. Scripted here. <laughs> uh, Beyond Driven is another sponsor of ours. They've been a first sponsor, right? They've been, I think so. They've been a long, just like API. They've been a long sponsor, and um, I don't know. You, you have like Planet Fitness and all that BS, but it just feels so corporate. It's like going to Field and Stream, and right. They don't care. Nobody about cares. You. It's yeah, so list. They don't care. You're just a number. So uh, that's what's nice about Beyond Driven. Like it's it's like going to the shop. It's like going to the pin. It's mm -hmm. your family. Yeah, they have dedicated professionals that really know and they care about your performance and fitness and they want to make it better. Like beyond where you are now. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's the name. And we actually have like a new sponsor, which we somehow yeah. I'm extremely excited about. Breakthrough. Um, 
clean technologies. I'm sure you guys have seen these, this company everywhere. Um, it's a huge company. They are owned by Allen. So the Allen cases, um, they are the parent company, but yeah, breakthrough is now our sponsor. The cool thing about breakthrough is they are completely odorless. So if you're looking to go hunting this season, you don't have to worry about, you know, that stinky hoppy smell that is slowly killing you every time you shoot. Um, this stuff supposedly is really healthy. It's safe. And I'm reading the back of the package. It's good up to negative 53 degrees Fahrenheit. I definitely kind of want to do some tests. Um, we're waiting on an ad read for them, and we're going to have a little bit more of a professional ad read for all of our sponsors. You rely on your firearms for protection. It's time to consider how you can return the favor. Let's talk about the Firing Pin Live's latest sponsor, Breakthrough Clean Technologies. Breakthrough's lubricants provide long-lasting corrosion protection in any environment. Unlike that cleaning product we're all familiar with that's super stinky, has a distinct smell, and your wife hates... All of Breakthrough products are user-safe, odorless, non-toxic, non-carcinogenic, and they won't stain. All of their chemicals are pH-neutral, making them safe to use on all firearms and finishes, including stainless, nickel, blued, synthetic, and Cerakote. It's even wood-safe. Breakthrough products leverage advanced, modern chemistry to effectively cleanse and eliminate fouling, dirt, and grime. The shop has trusted them for years to clean our own rentals. They're also endorsed by numerous major firearms manufacturers and the Department of Defense. Don't take our word for it. Pick some up today and try it for yourself. Breakthrough clean. The difference is clear. But I'm super, super excited to be, you know, working with Breakthrough. Made in America, baby. Or not at all. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to tell me. That stuff's made here. In the USA. Of course it's good because it's made in Miami, Florida. Yeah. So, oh, that's all you got to tell. So yeah. gator proof. DeSantis. That's why it's, that's why it's green. But can like Gatorade. Can they you grind eat up. it though? I don't know if you like can drink other it. stuff. But I hear it's. They don't say you can't. I hear it's safe. <laughs> yeah, that's not by that rule. It doesn't say that you can't. <laughs> you might have. Uh, satisfaction. Oh, you are safe. So you could drink it. I don't I'm think they want on. you to. Yeah, that's their, uh, yeah, that's the one and only time we're going to get there. Please don't drink the breakthrough. Yeah, please don't drink the breakthrough. <laughs> but if you spill some on yourself, lick it. Off. I mean, don't lick it off. You'll be fine. Yeah, um, this is a really good kit. Yeah, it's a great purpose. kit. It's got everything in there, and it doesn't look like it's cheap. It biodegradable. Is, John, you teach cleaning stuff because you are the fire and pins lead instructor. You host these classes. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite piece of uh, cleaning equipment in there? A jag. Can He's you jag. can you He's point that out? Jag guy. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best cleaning implements ever molded or yeah. cut out or. And that's thing. brass. So that's yep. That'll last forever if you take care of it, or half of forever. So what is half of forever? Guaranteed. Almost the same amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's not. And the patches are not paper patches. They're actually woolen or nice. fabric. Nice. So. It's a nice kit, and we sell this stuff in the firing pen. Yeah, we've we, we have, have sold some. that stuff for a while. Yep, um, we got it right now. It's good. It just feels so cool to have a huge company sponsor the stream, right? Like, right? Ugh, Nailing awesome. it, winning. Hashtag winning. <laughs> Joshua Hawkins says, "Huther, Huther, Huther, Huther." Okay, I'm clearly not as animated as you I can guys. Hear him, so I can hear him. I'll get there saying eventually. that. Oh my gosh. All right, Brandon, this is your show. This is not my show. Please don't put that on me. I had to do this show by myself once. Have you done this by yourself? I have. No, you haven't. I used Bratrick as a crutch. That doesn't count then. 
So we had a lot. We had a pretty traumatic event. I watched the store burn after watching things burn, and uh, yeah, I got to talk to a mannequin. So for like forty five minutes. What have you done with your life? Oh my gosh! Everything you've what ever have you loved done with your around, life? So you know, well. Mannequin still around? Bratrick? Yeah, he's in oh, the yeah. shop. Oh, yeah. We should bring him on the stream sometime. He's lonely. I'll let you in on a little secret. Don't ever turn your back on Bratrick. He gets creepy. Don't beat him after midnight. Yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> That's why we cut the stream off at like nine o'clock. <sighs> so, what's going on at the firing pin? Coming up. What do we got? Anything um, cool? Firing pins. We. So, kind of funny story. We had a guy call over the weekend. And he was like, hey, I need this adapter. I can't remember what it is, but it's for like a hollow sun to go to a specific Glock or whatever. CNH precision, right? We sell them here. And he's like, hey, I'm looking for this part. Do you have it? We were like, yeah. And he's like, well, I kind of live like far away from the shop. Like, I just don't feel like driving like the 40 minutes, whatever it is. Like, how much would it be for you to just mail it to me? Like, we're like, well, seven bucks. It'll go in the flat rate box. Like, send it out this afternoon or whatever. No big deal. And he's like, all right, cool. Like, so here's my address, blah, 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 something, something, whereverville. Alabama. And we were like, uh, um, you know, this is the firing pin in Bergen, New York. And he was like, oh, no, I meant to call the one in fucking Treeport or whatever, you know. And he's like, well, <laughs> I mean, you, what's the difference, right? Like, I'm going to buy it from now, buy it from you, whatever. Like, yeah. you'll ship it to me, right? And you're like, yeah, I guess. So we shipped it to him, like That's in awesome. Alabama. Yeah. Swiped a little business from another firing pin. Yes. Feels kind of We're clearly bad, superior. They're yeah. not on YouTube. They don't have a live show. We came up first, I guess. So thank you, Mitch. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, you. For real. Mitch, Evolution oh Marketing. Gosh. <laughs> so I've got I've got gun news and I've got other gun news. This is a good one. That's maybe that's a good one for you to and, read. And maybe we've got John Huther. I don't know. Uh if you want to bring that one up and 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 talk about people's responsibility as a as a gun owner, uh, I can talk while you skim through that. But I mean, you get the, the gist of it. I can yeah. see there. But uh, so one one thing that I saw that uh, is coming up. Two things, I guess. The breaking news, kind of today, coming out or happened yesterday, coming out today, is regarding the pistol braces. So it does Ooh. seem like, and I mean, I've I've been one of them. I've been. I guess like not holding my breath regarding pistol braces until like all the chips fall. It does seem like right now that if you have a brace, nothing will happen to you right now. They're still deciding everything. Like the final chips have not fallen, but you don't have to worry right now while they're deciding all this stuff. Uh, basically a Northern district court in Texas found they granted the motion and they stay the rule and they they say that the court is certainly sympathetic to atf's concerns over public safety the rule embodies statutory policy goals meant to protect vulnerable people in our society but public safety concerns must be addressed in ways that are lawful this rule Ooh. is not so Ooh. the the way the atf banned pistol braces and uh, bump stocks i believe are both kind of covered in the same similar type of vein that uh, the, the court was like, hey, you know, agree or disagree. That's not really the point. You can't just do what you did. You can't just make rules out of your butt. Like that's we pay politicians for that. We don't pay the ATF for that. So. So what's to stop New York from just making their own state law? Oh, sure. They could. They absolutely. And then we get. They screwed. absolutely can. We get screwed yeah. anyway. Absolutely don't give them the idea, could. John. Yeah. But at least it's not the ATF just 
changing definitions behind the scenes. At least then it is somewhat our our legal system at work. What you know, I disagree with it too, but at least technically that's that's the way things are supposed to happen and that's what the court found. So what what's this? What you got over there? What I give you? So this is one of those it's a press release that an individual who has a permit in New York when he was detected with a handgun at a carry-on bag, their security bag at the, excuse me, at a checkpoint, 45 kilograms loaded with 10 bullets, including one in the chamber alongside the gun was an additional magazine containing 10 bullets. And then down here, guns are not permitted through the checkpoint. We all know that. So I don't know if, despite the fact that I'm pro-gun, I'm also don't want people to get in trouble. Looking for the victim. And it's kind of, I don't agree with how they did this because they could have simply taken the gun and cited the guy, but I bet you he's going to lose his permit. He's, mm -hmm. he's going to get in serious trouble. He's going to lose all his guns because mm -hmm. if you lose your permit, you lose all your firearms. And then he's got to pay it tons of money to try and get it back. It definitely doesn't seem like he was trying to conceal it. Like I could see yeah. like, you know, you've got like a hollowed out Bible or you've got like some, you know, x-ray defeating, you know, you've got something wrapped in lead that every like, part just you're trying to, yeah, like, apple. you know, yeah. Like it seemed like this guy just, I know it sounds silly, but like when you have hobbies and interests, sometimes you have a lot, like think of customers we have that have 10, 20, 30, 40 guns. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say you should misplace a firearm, but I can see how it would happen. You know, some of us live, we don't have kids in our house. We don't have, things that would make someone else, you know, more security conscious. So they're a little bit more relaxed. Maybe you just are so ingrained on carrying a gun for your self-protection. You do it everywhere, which should be your right. I certainly don't think this guy had any ill intent. Like you said, it sounded like he just forgot that it was in his bag and he went through, he admitted it and you're right. Why couldn't they have just been like, Hey, you need to call somebody and have them come get this. And you know, maybe you'll miss your flight or whatever, but what happened to discretion? Right. Where they yeah. could interpret right. what the man's intent or just ask him. And mm -hmm. then this is right here in Buffalo. This is the Buffalo Niagara yeah. airport. So, so anyways, it started blasting. So anyways, I would like to express uh, my disappointment in a licensed and trained New York State permit holder who did not have the self-awareness of where his handgun was. He knew exactly where it was. So entered an active security checkpoint. Yeah, he did it all on purpose. I feel yeah. safe. I'm at. I think the moral of this story is the government is here to keep you safe. And without the government here to keep me safe, I would not be safe. So. <laughs> I'm just surprised they actually caught it. That's the surprising thing is that TSA actually caught, <laughs> actually caught it. That was the one that uh, surprised me. Don Hagen says, John rocks. Uh, yeah. She, that one she likes you. I, I don't know. Are you typing that right Johnny now? Rock. Are you typing that? Uh, you have fans, what was the other? I had another good article, I thought. I guess not. Chris has said not to drink the breakthrough. Um, Seems like now we have to. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> please no. Please. So please can no. I do a plug for the this weekend or next weekend? Yeah. What so we our 16-hour course is going very well. Um, I have to say of the 20, I think it's 21 courses that we've completed mm -hmm. the people attending these courses have been very thoughtful asking great questions they're paying attention and uh, they're making it very easy for the instructors to 
move them along to the final stage to get their paperwork done because we don't sign people off unless they actually show that they can do the tasks at hand and shoot safely. So just an attaboy for our patrons who have taken this course. It's, it's it speaks highly of all those people. So, as, and the next one is this, in. not this weekend, but next weekend, there's still room. Uh, there won't be any courses in December, but there's going to be a gigantic course yes. at the, help me out, the Codex, Codex Center. Codex Center, yep. yep. Over in Greece. No, in Rochester. Yeah, it's 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 in Rochester, technically. Yeah, down yeah. Four, right close to Greece, right on the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, please, if you haven't gotten your permit, it's it's, it's yeah all laws and yeah. all the uh, technical stuff, but no, no, there won't be any handling of guns in that course. Yeah. So the January twenty eighth class, it kind of started with this idea that we wanted to just do as cheap of a safety class as we could. And I don't mean cheap in a bad way, but the the most affordable, I'll put it that way, the most accessible safety class that we could. And that class is going to be, you know, an eight hour day of, like John said, learning about the law, learning about how to interact with law enforcement, what's going to happen if you use a firearm for self-defense. A lot of the, the, the things surrounding firearms ownership itself that, that frankly, most people overlook. Right. So this is a class that we just really felt the community needed. And and I think it's ridiculous how much the state is kind of putting on the individual if they want to exercise their rights. Like, look how much money flows into First Amendment protection stuff and and voting campaigns and all that kind of stuff. But unquestionable. But but the government doesn't push. Right. Which, you know, is great. But the government doesn't push people protecting themselves and taking care of themselves first. They want you to be reliant on them. So we were like, no, we're going to do this. We booked the Kodak center. So we've got just shy of 2000 seats uh, in this class and you can come and it's 15 bucks, which covers lunch and the venue basically. So we're saying you're getting free training for the day. And it's like we said, an eight hour day, you're going to get a ton of education on a lot of great topics. And at the end of it, you have a choice. You can just kind of take it at that and you learned a lot and you had a great time and that's it. Or if you'd like to, you can go all the way and use that eight hours as credit towards getting your pistol permit. So if you want to do that, you have that option. You don't have to, you can just come that day with your friends and family, your kids, whatever you want, like, and just learn, this information we're going to do on the 28th. And then, like I said, if you want to, we were like, Hey, you're already, you've already taken that eight hours of training. Let's give you credit towards that and basically teach the second half of the course, which that's the part that focuses on the gun itself. Correct. So yeah, like John said, you're not gonna do anything with a firearm at Kodak. Number one, we can't, it's just a rule that they have, which makes sense. It's their venue. Number two, we are going to have potentially 2000 people that's just not possible to do like, you know, okay, line up, everybody get behind, you know, we have 300 blue guns up here, one for every row or whatever. Like it'd just be ridiculous. Couldn't do it. So uh, you're going to take that class and then schedule pretty much throughout 2024. We'll have smaller breakout sessions of, you know, people, if you're interested in getting your, your pistol permit. 
So, yeah, so that'll be fun. We've never done – I don't know of anybody that's done anything like that, uh, certainly not at the Kodak Center or like that in the city that I'm, I'm aware of, and I hope it's a success. It's probably something we're only going to do like maybe once a year, once every other year. Like, I don't know. It's certainly not something we're going to do all the time. Uh, so jump on it. Yeah, this is kind of your, your your opportunity, yeah. Find yeah, out, yeah. really, yep. what the hell is going on in New York. If you don't want to deal with all that, if you just want to take our full course, those are available. Like John said, we've got one not this weekend, but next weekend, the 18th and 19th, and those are $3.99, and that's a very, I think, fair price, and you get a lot for that, and it's all-inclusive, lunch both days, ammo targets, you know, the gun, everything, and you walk away really – I, I'm speaking for your students. I think they walk away very confident as a new, you know, soon to be pistol permit holder. I know it's a long process after that class, but. Um, it, yeah. And what people don't know is everybody thinks the permit can be done. However long the County wants to do it. There's a state law that says it, it has to be completed within six months. But these are things that you're going to learn in the class. Not because we just say it, but we're going to, uh, make you aware of what laws actually cover that so you can look these things up for yourself. Um, but six months, it's, you just have to decide if it's worth your time and the money. And um, the course certainly is because shop around, you'll end up here. And if you talk to anybody that's taken the course, I think you'll hear nothing but mm -hmm. positive because we welcome any feedback so that we can improve the course because um, the course isn't about us, the instructors. It's about you, the students, and we need to make this as well, as good as we can. It's and it changes every class. It's just a firing pin way. Yep. Mm -hmm. What you got over there? Nothing. I'm just smiling. Letting you guys get good sound bites so I can edit this. Oh, look at you. What are the people saying? You have the comments, Sam. Donna hates to miss a live stream, but she can't keep her eyes open tonight. So anybody that wants to win anything, She's now is your chance. Buried in her winnings, yeah. <laughs> John, yeah. John yeah, yeah. says you're doing great, and I would agree, John. You, you're phenomenal. You are an amazing so asset. The class at the Kodak Center. John brings brings up a great point. We are hosting that with our good friends and partners, Rafa. So the Rochester African American Firearms Association. For those of you that aren't aware. We've been their hosts now for, what, three, four years going on? A few years. They have grown from, I mean, they had maybe a dozen members when they first started, maybe not even that many, to now they're over 100 strong. And it's just amazing to see how positive of an impact they're making on their community. And, again, they're not waiting for the government to help them. They're not doing things the way, certainly not the way the government wants them to do. They're teaching self-reliance taking care of their communities and learning about firearms. And I mean, how could you be against that? Right. So as soon as we came up with this class, we started talking about it in at the Kodak center. Uh, Polly from Rafa was like, Hey, we want to be involved. We have to be involved. And yeah. So look for some billboards. There are billboards up now. There'll be a lot more coming. I was actually just, <laughs> Oh my God, I have a funny story. So we're doing a, a, a marketing campaign and we've hired Mitch to handle that from uh, um, Evolution. Evolution Marketing, right? I was going to get there. And, <laughs> and 
one of the things that he suggested was doing some mentions, some like live mentions from Doreen, who is Brother Weeze's wife. So Brother Weeze, right, mm-hmm. radio superstar in the local region. He has his wife on every now and then. And she was going to do some some live reads about this this class and about the firing pin and stuff. So they were like, hey, let's set up a Zoom meeting so she can meet you and just get a feel for what you wanted to talk about and all, you know, whatever. So I'm like, cool, let's do it. So I was being super dad and Anna had like little projects she wanted to work on at the house. So I'm like, look, I can take care of the baby and she's just going to play in the corner and I'll be on my little Zoom meeting. You can go do your stuff. And I, and I got this. I got this, right? Yes. So I'm doing it and I got, and I introduced Emmy in the beginning of the meeting. That's always cute, right? And so she's playing and she decides that she wants to go down the stairs. She's up in our little, like, the little playroom loft, right? And she starts coming down the stairs and there's a bunch of stuff stored on the staircase, which is solid, like wood. And some of those things are glass vases. And one of the glass vases gets knocked into. And like when you drop a glass, it's such a distinct, right? But it's it's quick. It's like a second, maybe two. This cascaded down the staircase. And it took like <laughs> six full seconds to like. It was just like, oh, my God, I'm in this Zoom meeting with like five other people. Like it's because it's like Louise's wife and her manager and one of Mitch's people and somebody else. And it was just like this. Oh my God. I was just like, yeah, everything's cool. Everything's great. And then Anna comes in and she just sees like staircase covered in broken glass of one of her favorite vases. That's now destroyed. And I was like, so confident. Like, well, I don't need your help. You know, I could do everything. And it was just like, I can't do anything. Is my humble humble pie so look for our stupid ads and stupid radio because i'm an idiot but no uh who are we talking about uh Rafa. victoria Rafa. gotham yeah. you're asks how do we register for this class i put a link in the description i'll put it up live on screen please don't try to copy that link but you go to the store.nytfp.com and there will be a section for the New York State required 18-hour class. Um, that is fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. And if you have questions, don't attend the class without your questions being answered. We're more than happy to explain things. What, where this, the second parts can be taken. It, essentially, it's going to be either Rafa or us. Um, but the good thing, if I may, about this is you're going to get two different perspectives mm-hmm. from Rafa and from us. And this is a good combination because Paul Adele is awesome. And Such a great guy. he and I get along very well. And I love working with this guy. It's been limited to this up to this point, but I'm hoping this is going to expand our ability to work with him. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we definitely need more than just one perspective in this class. So I think this is a great choice. Ooh. And I appreciate the fact that you were willing to do this. Oh, so stop. Stop. Well, I, I, I'm going to say too, I'm very appreciative of the Kodak center. We approached several venues about this class and I mean, no, I don't, no, I don't no. get it. I mean, I guess from the 10,000 foot view, I can see that, 
you know, not everybody has to agree with what we do. You know, obviously I don't agree with that personally, but like uh, there were several organizations and groups that own large venues and it, it just was something that they weren't comfortable doing, which again, these are safety classes. So it's like, how can you not, how can, how can you be against, I could, I can understand if we were trying to teach like actual, like tactical stuff, like we're going to be breaking out this and like, you see some like, you know, it's required by New York, like some type of like M word training type, you know, militia training video or whatever, like, you know, some type of like paramilitary thing or whatever. But like, no, I was like, we're teaching the New York state curriculum for getting, yeah, it's, it's to get your pistol permit, but it's still like, this is the safety information that New York state says you need to know. So it's like, I don't say you can be against that, but I'm just glad that the Kodak center was hundred percent in favor of it. And I'm very excited to host our event there. They have been very great. Oh, and I don't know if you heard, we got a request. We are going to have an American sign language interpreter. Uh, we got a request from someone to have one. And I knew with that many people potentially attending, we would probably get that request. And the Codex Center offered that, that they have that service. So we're going to have to wow. have that. Yeah. Yeah. That Codex cool? Center. Yeah. Awesome. We've got probably... 30, 40 people signed up, I would say, already, which is encouraging, and it's very far out from the event. So we've got some people signed up already. And Seats are very limited. Make sure you get <laughs> your tickets. There's only 2,000. There's only 1,968 tickets. You don't want to be up in the balcony. You don't want to be up in the nose. Yeah, it's it's, yeah that's embarrassing. We are, we're actually probably going to pick on you if you're up there. <laughs> like, oh, can you guys see up there? Probably not. I've already had one person say, there's no way you're going to fill that. No one wants to take that kind of training. I challenge you to prove that person wrong fill that auditorium please. and i mean honestly even at this point it's a success we were able to book a like national level venue i would say like huge acts come through there just, all the time i just saw tim dylan there yeah like we are going to be on that stage representing and having the firearms and second amendment industry you know represented and out there and that just feels that feels good. That's part of, I feel like our obligation, you know, even if only, even if we only got 30 people, like if we got no one else to sign up for the class and we're teaching it, like that's still a success in my books. Would I be as happy as if we had 2000 people? No, I would love it. If we were able to fill that room, that would be absolutely insane. Tell your grandparents. But, yeah. <laughs> it's been interesting though. We've, sorry. We've had a lot of customers come in and I'll tell them about that class. And they're like, that's right in my backyard. Like, I live right there. So that, I'm really glad that we're able to take our training right into the community that, you know, in our opinion, needs it the most. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that New York State put this requirement out there that you have to take this training that, you know, only uh, – who else can teach? I mean, I said, did you see Livingston County uh, is offering the class for – I think a buck twenty-five. There, but it's like Livingston County. But it's only sheriff. Livingston County residents. Right. Yeah, and it's the sheriff teaching it. But yeah, it's only Livingston County residents. And that there has are, to be a great. Class. I don't know how many people. I don't know how many people they had open, but I saw it was already full. But that's still, like such a good class. Was like, where's that money going? If the government's teaching it, shouldn't it be free? Yeah, hundred like, percent. So where's isn't it? Like, where's that money going? I don't know. Like, I always worry when it's one personality teaching as well i mean are we are you just gonna get a police officer's perspective or are you gonna get a civilian perspective as well yeah. so nothing against the police but cops are allowed to do things that we're not allowed to do right so. right 
yeah, that that mindset, I don't want to say is dangerous per se, but it I'll say it doesn't translate to the civilian carry world. Like those are two separate, distinct things. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, what else we got over there, Ty? Looks like we got a lot of people say things. Yeah. If you had it open, you'd be able to read, read them. That's what you're for. Um, John says we could try to advertise a 95.1 from noon to two for Bob Lonsberry. Uh, the issue we were going to, but he, I don't even know how much of this we're even allowed to talk about because it's behind the scenes BS, but he has other commitments and sponsors that would be conflicting. So yeah. we weren't able yeah, to yeah. do that. Um, Brett Carlson says he would love to know the venues that rejected the class for patronage purposes. Oh, lay it on them. So it was us? the Rochester Broadway Theater League. They said no. RBTL. The and the convention center, which that I still want to press them a little bit because uh, that's like a public, like the Floriano downtown convention center. We own that. That's a publicly owned venue. It's managed by a third party. And that third party is the one who turned us down. And their reasoning was it's not a good time right now with everything going on. And again, I think for that's ridiculous. For like, safety training. It's a safety training class, right. That's try required to, anyway. Try to make people safer. Um Dropping a link to the RBTL. So yeah, RB, they're over across from the Main Street Armory. Uh, they have a big venue. You they're know, too cool for us. Just... Drop a link. Drop a bomb. <laughs> Whoa! For legal reasons, that was a joke. I would. I. I really. I don't want anyone to like. Please don't like go review bomb them and things like that. That's not yeah. uh, professional. You know. But uh, 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 the question was asked. I'll tell you who. Who it was. Well, I'm gonna tell you who not to support. Yeah, I mean. It was disappointing. That that was disappointing. Again, I kind of would think um, a venue, as long as it's not something hateful, you know, like we're not talking about a book burning or like or dangerous you know, or, or or right, like it's not it's not something in in ill intent. We're not we're not inciting anything or I, I don't you know what I mean. Like you would think, I don't know, if we frame this as a play. You know what I mean? Like a theater production. I'm, I'm not trying to make it like an us versus them thing, but I know you would. You can see the path I'm laying out. Like, if we had a play about rainbow hair stuff and and whatever, they would they would love that. As controversial as that is, maybe to some people, like say, when it's all about the art, right? It should just be about like we have the freedom of expression. I guess is what I'm saying. It was just weird to hear a venue was against. Our freedom of expression. Jeffrey says, I "Do guess. an eight-hour interpretive dance." About <laughs> exactly. Yes. I just. I think the. Uh, I'm RB, working on that still. It's not ready yet. The RBTL is just ready. anti-gun safety. Uh, I think they're actually pretty pro-gun violence. Wow. That that's my that's my. All I right, think that's, that's worse how that than works. what I said. Thank God. <laughs> um, I thought what I said because they're bad. not they're not pro-gun safety, so they yeah. want you to be dangerous and violent with firearms. I, that's just what I've gathered. I had a hard time. One of their reasoning too was they were like, well, "We've got we're in the press right now. We're getting a lot of heat because they like bought the other half of the building that they were in. They're like expanding, and people were mad at them. Like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We're expanding too. Nobody's mad at us, except for our logo is higher than the flag. Ooh. Yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like the bottom one here." Was the winner? But but guns but guns and pistols are the same thing. Can you tell them why we picked that? Because John Moses Browning, our Lord and Savior, had his <laughs> shop. And where where was his shop? 
It's in Idaho. I thought he worked no? in England. No. no. Ogden. New York? Utah. No. Utah. Uh, same thing. <laughs> same, same thing. Probably just as many Mormons. <laughs> nah, probably not. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, that the sign that we had up on the on the wall uh, or on the outside of the old shop as you were driving by, this is the view. As you're driving by Buffalo Road, you'd see the shop there, right? And the bottom view, we had a sign that said guns, pistols, ammunition, and shooting gallery. The original sign said fishing tackle, but we don't, please, for, for the love of God, we'll never sell fishing tackle. So uh, I was like, you know, we're going to have that exact sign. We're going to change it a little bit. But yeah, that was John Browning and his brother's sign over their gun shop. And there's a famous uh, picture of them, like, hanging out, all 12 of them or whatever many there were, um, hanging out outside of the gun shop. And I was like, I really just loved everything about it. Yeah. So we reproduced it. And, yeah, guns and pistols. Got both, we got both kinds. Over it's here. a homage, <laughs> homage to JMB. Fromage. You know, you know that age-old saying: "God made man." John Moses Brown and made him equal. That's no, that's not right. <laughs> that's but that's it. okay. <laughs> Sam Colt, I understand, yeah. but still. I like that shirt that I have that says, "Like God created man." Sam Colt could not spell this sentence and it's all <laughs> really funny because he was illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> <So> like <laughs> prolific designer, like a genius, but never learned to read or write. Oh. Jonathan Murphy says he liked when we were saying about the government protecting us and having our best interests. And in it's true. The government protects us and has our best interests in mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can go off on our rant. The globalist agenda. You know what they're doing to the frogs. Fluoride in the water. It's making us dumb. 100 billion to Ukraine. Trying to take our precious bodily fluids. But, but really, why do they take that vial of blood when you're born? Answer me that, Mr. Rochester, Mr. University of Rochester. What does that vial of blood go to? That's where they harvest the adrenochrome, isn't it? What do we bring? Goes to the Clintons. That's yeah, as you say, we bring up the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> I am not suicidal. <laughs> I'm drinking Gatorade. Okay? Oh Hillary looking old. <laughs> um, we, I don't even know where to go from that. Is that a, I'm trying that to, have to see now if it has an M on are the name. There wires, are there wires coming out of that? Is that a, is that a literal dog? John, how much would I have to give you to eat that? Nothing. Ladybug? I'm not going to eat it. $200. And don't kill it either. $200. Would you eat that ladybug? Uh, nope. Three. Not a chance. 500 John is walking the path of Buddhism, but I'm very proud of him for that. He doesn't, he doesn't harm any creature. I don't know if I'm it's, there yet, but yeah, don't kill stuff just to kill it. Come on. Right. But it's for money. You're getting paid. Be better. You can just give me the money and be nice about it. <laughs> but I want, not make me eat a bug. I'll split it with you. I want sir, I want services for thought, the money I'm I giving we you. Were, okay, let's stop that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Uh, the ladybug. Eat the ladybug. No, not going to happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't let him. Jeffrey says he need a ladybug for a $10 gift card to TFB. Bring your ass down here right now. It's like four different people pulling the <laughs> right now to eat this ladybug. <laughs> I mean, in this economy, I don't blame them. <laughs> Times are tough right now. Inflation uh, sucks, but you know what doesn't? TFP gift cards. So the red range and the white range. That's a tongue twister. Try saying that. The red range and the white range. Say it like well, several times. Though. Red leather, yellow leather. Yeah, red leather, like, yellow leather. The human torch was the night of bank loan. 
Uh, so we have two shooting ranges, as a lot of you know. We have the white one, which we've had pretty much since the fire. That is a mobile shooting range. It's the one that's up on a trailer. And that is one that we are renting. And that one has the restriction of only handguns. Only handguns. That's all you can shoot in there. Up to 44 Magnum. Uh, there was a time we were allowing pistol caliber carbines in there. But unfortunately, that for that range design, it's just a little bit too much. A little bit too much spice. Yeah. And so we have to limit that one to just handguns. You may have noticed, though, that there's a red range here as well. We actually bought that one. We own that shooting range. And that one has a backstop that can handle pistol caliber carbines, pretty much up to 44 Magnum and, and similar calibers. So that one we are good to go with pretty much everything. So we have four lanes now, and we really are thankful for that. We needed that. Can coming we shoot 556 in there? Or no? I mean, right no, we really wanted to find a way where you could. It's one of those, I, mean, I don't even want to say this. In theory, the backstop is okay with that, but the rest of the container is not. It's not armored for that. So it's just one of those, you know, if that was something you owned, you could do it. You know what I mean? But we can't let the public do it. Buy so, it. Yeah. yeah, buy your own $100,000 plus. Uh, shooting range trailer and you can do whatever you want in it <laughs> it is unique i think we're the only people in the area that have anything like this it uh, i really i don't know what we would do without those uh, it's it's incredible that uh i mean the white one we were able to get up here once we figured out that we wanted it i think we had it within like a week or two weeks and i mean we already had the electrical stuff ready to go i guess for a little bit we ran it off the generator but uh, it didn't take us long to get it hooked up and same thing. I mean, once we decided to buy the red one, I think it was here in like three weeks once we paid them. So uh, that's invaluable to have those connections, I guess, in the industry that, that let that happen. So, yeah, I'd also like to give a huge shout out to Burgeon Electric. I don't know if you know this, but you should move to Burgeon because we have our own municipal electric company like how Fairport does. And the rate is like a third of what most places pay because there's no company trying to make a ton of profit off of it. And the service is ridiculous. When we had the range delivered, I had CP Ward, another amazing local company, the Crane guys, they came by to move it. And we weren't even thinking because I've never done Crane stuff. There was the electrical wire coming over that powers the range and all this stuff that we're over here now. And the Crane guy like, Parks the giant crane, looks at it, and he's like, well, that's no good. And I was like, nah, you can just scooch it, and, you know. And he's like, no, no. Just move it. Can't do it. No, like, and he's getting ready to, like, leave. Because he's like, what are you going to do? You're going to call RG&E, and they'll be here in fucking three, four, five weeks, like, if you're lucky. Like, idiot. Like, you should have had that planned out. And I was like, let me make a call. Like, don't leave. Let me make a call. 20 minutes later, maybe, that wire was wrapped up on a spool on the ground. Virgin Electric was over here. Like, no questions asked. They came over, took care of us, was able to do our thing. We called them, and within 20 minutes of us calling them the second time, we had our power back. Like, they were just... The local community here, I've never seen anything like that. And I, Like, if we ever build another firing pin somewhere else, like, I don't know what we'll do. Like, we won't have that. Like, you're not going to find a town like this, you know. 
It's a little gem. So Shut stay away, Virgin. actually. Virgin really sucks. Don't come out here. Yeah. Let's keep Have this you town small. smelled this town? <laughs> the Nazi canning factory. Oh, my God. What? Did you know that was a Nazi prisoner what? of war camp? What? Jesus, you just dropped that on everybody. Jesus Christ. That was a Nazi prisoner of war camp. You're going to get this demonetized. I'm just saying German. Can you just say German? The 1940s German. <laughs> Housing project. <laughs> For war people. No, I, we learned about that in school. The canning factory. POW camp. They'd ride the train. That's pretty cool. I don't know. Thanks. Thank you. Joe wants to do history. Well, so freaking do I. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Speaking of history, John, when was the first time you shot a gun? Is that like, what was it like serving with Jesus? All good questions. <laughs> Lots of cloth. Can't answer that. We really respect our elders here at the firing pin. That's why we brought you on. So we wanted to. Oh. <laughs> Stop picking on my Huther. Oh. John, when was the first time you shot a gun? Uh, I took one out of my dad's cabinet and fired it and almost knocked myself over and then got in trouble. What was it? Oh my God. Was that like the. Um... It was a 12 gauge shotgun. <laughs> so don't do that. What was the story? Uh, Dead Eye Dick. Did you ever read that book? The kid takes his dad's 1903 Springfield and he goes up on the roof of his house and just sends around out in the distance and kills Jesus. somebody. It's that was a book, book right? They made Chuck, it is that Chuck Palahniuk? Yeah. No, uh, Kurt Vonnegut, okay. I think. Yeah, Dead Eye Dick. This is a story, though. He just made it up. It's what? strange because in the army, we had a guy get drunk and he thought the blinking lights of the Christmas tree way down the road in Governor New York was somebody shooting a gun. Really? Well, I mean, so he fired six or seven rounds Jesus. very accurately into that house. Wow. And uh, I think he's still in prison today. Jesus. So, Scott, I hope you get out soon. Jesus. You're a good guy. Just, yeah. Would you ever share some of those, um, the, the, the books Snickers? that you made? <laughs> no, I know you won't share those. The, the, the books, the scrapbooks that you made, would you ever, is that something you'd ever share with the class? Of course. You have to share everything, that, of course. Yeah, but, but it, at an appropriate time. This, that verbatim. This is, this that was is, what you were going to say? This is the whole thing, like, the next part of the Firing Pin Live is a channel. Oh. The Vet Talk, where we interview yeah. vets. My friend John Huther is going to be one of the first. Yes. Yep, I work on dogs, birds. What? And people. <laughs> no, John was a military veteran. Free my man Scott for real. Just reading the comments. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> probably not. No, he should probably. Somebody out there knows him because they were stationed at Drum at the same time. So. Oh my gosh. Good old Drum, 10th Mountain. Which also housed Nazi prisoners. What? 1940s German prisoners. That's what I meant. <laughs> Can't say. Jesus. Well, I. I can't even say the word you can't. There's no good what you can't say the what it starts with. Don't we have a the bleep? second letter? It Don't we have with. a bleep function? He has a bleep function. I'll tell you later. You can't you can't even almost spell it because it just it sounds worse. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's okay. All right. Don't 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 talk about the Germans in the 40s. That's <laughs> that's not okay. You can't talk about that. Viva on vacation. <laughs> have you seen that family guy they're like on tour in berlin or whatever it's too wonderful they're like how come there's nothing in here on german history between 1933 and 1945 and the guy's like we're on vacation <laughs> we've on vacation oh my gosh uh don't even think about it don't, just don't germany was not a thing in the 40s the late 30s and 40s 
today it's a beautiful country. If you get a chance, go over. Yeah, you were stationed there, right? Yeah, for two years. It was wonderful. So much fun. Absolutely part. awesome. The most welcoming people I've ever met until the next place I went to. You've been all over, haven't you? Uh, a couple places. A couple, two, three. Yeah. That's the nice thing about helicopters. They go anywhere. Yeah, they go. Yeah. Sometimes they go up. Sometimes they go down. But they often go. I think every time they go them up, they, they also come down. Not every I think time. every time they've gone up. No. Yeah. yeah, there's none just sitting up there. <laughs> bouncing I, the, I don't know that. Bouncing like, out the atmosphere. Do you know that for certain? For certain? Well, the ones I was in always came back down. Thank Ask God. Chat GPT. Do are helicopters always come down? Helicopters. Oh my gosh. Thank you for your service, John. That's what Jamma says, and that's what I say as well. That's very kind. Thank you. Thank you for your support, John says. I think one of my favorite parts about when we used to go to Knob Creek was flying in the Huey oh, helicopter. So Isn't that the greatest ride of your life? Oh my gosh. And it's crazy because you're taking this ride in this Huey, which is incredible. And they've got these posters hung up, like as you're waiting your turn to ride. And they mention they're like, yeah, the like the aircraft that you are flying is a combat veteran itself like this this aircraft was damaged and had like the one that we flew in had its landing gear like blown off like it, it landed back at the base on sandbags because the landing gear had been like blown off or removed or something in combat holes all through it and everything right and you're like i'm i'm about to get on that like <laughs> right now. that one that's the one you like, on that? yeah <laughs> like it's good the faa says it's good and stuff yeah and you get up there and you're like, all right, they've got to have, you know, obviously the pilot is is very skilled that they're going to have do this. He's got to be, you know, in the prime of his life, you know. Wasn't he a bit on And yeah, you get well? up there and it's like yeah. some 70 year old dude who's like, yeah, I've been fly. I flew this when I was 19, like over <laughs> there. And you're like, okay, well, I mean, he's got to have a license, right? Like he's got a FAA's got a whatever, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> and you go up there. And they they fly that thing. I mean, I'm sure they were flying him crazier when he was 19. But like, you're going low, whoa, and you're you're he'll do a bank turn, and you're like looking at the ground, or you're looking like just at the sky, and you're just going over, and ah, oh, that was so much fun. The um, American Huey 369. Look them up on Facebook. They have a website. They're out there. I think they're in Iowa. And Utah. they no, they have a museum that they so basically like when you buy a ride, you're helping fund their museum. But they're opening up like the National Huey Museum, basically. And they've got a, a nor like a gorgeous hangar that they've been building with this cool like aircraft tower, like observation tower thing, and like, yeah, it's gonna be a gem for aviation lovers and you'll be able to go. And I mean, they take those birds all over. Knob Creek doesn't happen anymore, but they take those birds all over. One of these years, we're going to get them to come to freedom weekend, but they do a heck of a heck of a job interpreting history. You know, I mean, there's only one way you can experience those and it's, it's riding them. So you flew in Blackhawks, right? Yep. And sixties. What else? Uh, is that pretty much just the Blackhawk? The Hueys once in a while, but yeah, yeah, everything was transitioning from Blackhawks or from Hueys to Blackhawks. So 
it was all i was lucky to get that job at that time yeah so that's super cool loved it best job in the world best job i ever had yep except for this one oh uh-huh. no come on you can't no there's no that's not what you told me yesterday. Really no comment, you're yeah. fucking fired. <laughs> i know you're fibbing it's cool i don't have the might of the federal government we have turbine engines Hey, John Huther. Did you feel when they pulled power? Did you feel yourself sinking into the seat? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Just, it's just a that actually cost a little extra. <laughs> but, uh, just an amazing ride. It was fun, though, because they would have dummy like M60s. So like if you were in the door gunner spot, you could be like, you're, and they like fly you right over like the Knob Creek. Like there's 10, 20,000 people down there like doing the Knob Creek stuff, the gun show, whatever. And you're just up there like, yeah, yeah, get something. Like pretend, I mean. That's oh, how you I shoot was women and children. <laughs> it's easy. You just lead them a little less. <laughs> hey, John Huther. Yes, Tyler. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Oh God, I don't. I don't know. Uh, that's a good question, Tyler. I don't know. What do you know about Quebecly Tappy? Not a what thing. Was, what was that? What is it? Those words. Yeah. What'd you say? Say it again. We'll unpack that. Quebecly Tappy. You made that up. No, I'll show it to you. Mm, I think that our voting system is corrupted. I think that's a pretty good go back, theory. I always liked Operation Northwoods, which was classic. Classic, right? That was during the Kennedy administration they came like the cia came to president kennedy one day they're like hey boss we have this plan we want to go to war with cuba right like that'd be cool to go to war with cuba and just like (laughs) squash all that but we need a reason to go to war with cuba and russia and all that and take care of the nukes over there so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna get cia dudes who look cuban to like land on the beach in miami and just mow down a bunch of people like, we'll just do, like, a bunch of murder, but we'll make them think it was Cubans. Like, we'll do it, but we'll make them think it was Cubans. And Kennedy was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Not no. And then look what happened to him. CAA got him. They got, he got got. Yeah. Did you see this, um, the JFK thing on, I think it's Disney Plus? They did it pretty good because it's like the 60th anniversary of when that happened. Uh, so they had like a there's like a three part documentary on like they have like the last surviving. There's only like six people that were like there that day that are still alive because obviously it was 60 years ago. And, you know, so there's like there's like one reporter who was like in his 20s like that day, you know, and there's like there's like one cop left who same thing. Like there's like one secret service agent who was like, it was like his first day in the job. And he was like Mrs. Kennedy's secret service agent or whatever. Like that's a very good documentary. It gives you a lot of like, like, you you know, you've all seen the footage and stuff, but like you, there's footage of them like throughout their day, like leading up to it. And there's the, like, um, yeah, it's more than just watching the same yes, footage. Yeah, because like, really yeah, everybody's seen the footage. Down. You see what happens. But yeah. it was just uh, – it was a very – I thought it was a pretty good documentary. Did you hear about how that footage was released? No. I'm going to absolutely butcher this. But it was like a long time after the incident. Like there were no conspiracy theories about it. Like mm-hmm. Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK. Mm-hmm. And this guy 
that filmed the footage on the grassy knoll, it like changed hands. Mm-hmm. Whoever owned the original but footage, the Zapruder, Zapruder, yeah. And it was just like released on a talk show, like a comedy talk show at two in the morning. And then yeah, that's how like the the conspiracy facts we'll say of the CIA. Yeah, if you can't laugh at something, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's been long enough. Yeah. No, it hasn't. Too soon. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, got nothing to do with it. Got no, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Please tell me someone's commented something. Um, my grandmother said grass, grass, you know. Had to be. Had to be right? <laughs> Um, was it Bruce down in Dallas that uh, weekend? What was? I can't talk about that. <laughs> the, the the Vince McMahon meme that's going out. It's just the crying. <laughs> no, cut it out. Oh my gosh! Uh, so John, do you like cereal? Very much so. What's your favorite kind of cereal? Uh, the one with the uh, circles. And Cheerios. Yeah, uh, that's the one, but it's Fruit Loops. There's too many variations. I can't remember what the Do you like the honey nut ones? That's, Do you like the plain ones? Do you the like one. the blueberry ones? The honey nut. That's honey it. nut ones are delicious. They are. Why we have honey nut Cheerios in the fridge still. In the fridge? At the shop. Like there's honey nut Cheerios just sitting in the fridge. The Why shop. are they in the fridge? Because I bought honey nut Cheerios milk? one day and I they were in the fridge and we're a bunch of dudes. We don't clean the fridge. It just don't make no sense. Don't make no sense, boss. It don't make no sense. Why would you keep it on? That's not a cold food. Why is it in the fridge? To keep it fresh. We're wasting valuable Freon. Or is it Freon anymore? Freon Plus. I have no I idea. think we dumped it on the lake. Freon Light. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. he knows. He what? knows. Is that in- can't do, you can't say Asian jokes. You can't, I was going to say you can't make Irish jokes. No. <laughs> you can't make Irish jokes. I always forget that. It's so I love funny. it. That's my it. favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> we actually like really missed you, Joe. I, yes. I don't, I don't think you understand how much we were crying without you. John was crying too. It was it was hard because I don't know what to do. You don't listen to me. I'm like, well, here's how we should do it. And you're like, no, no. Why are you? And then it doesn't work. And then I'm crying. And it's still hard. And my makeup, I have to go back into hair and makeup. <laughs> my set at Roar is in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We have a potential conspiracy theory in the chat. Michael says do you guys think that a manifesto coming out on crowder will be a future conspiracy theory what will they call it do you know about that so the trans shooter in Uh, yes recently where was that i can't remember um where you know the cop that shot thank you that shot lpvo yes um yeah, the, supposedly, like, the manifesto from that person came out, like, saying, mm-hmm. fuck white people, and mm-hmm. the kid didn't die, like, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, yeah, do you think that will be a future conspiracy theory? What will they call it? Um, we have big sponsors now, so I, I can't say what I want to say. Probably. That's probably... Who honestly though? Who knows anymore? That's that's the scary thing. Yeah, that's- like, it could just be fake. It could just be AI written or generated. There was a, a, a podcast I was listening to about fifth generation warfare. 
And that's like a hundred percent what we are in right now. And fifth gen, like they, he went through, you know, like first gen was literally like, like combat, like yeah. killing each other. And then like second generation was more like getting like tactics involved and stuff. And I'm going to butcher the, the next three or four or whatever. But fourth gen was say like the Vietnam era or even getting into like the desert storm era of combat and fifth generation where the, the battle, like what's happening with the soldiers and the front and the killing is almost like secondary. Like that's not really the fight. The fight is on the internet and it's the memes yeah. and it's the, you know, it's the rhetoric and it's the, all the behind that's the voting manipulation and it's all those things put together. That's, that's the, like the battle space these days is everything like where we are involved in the war like right now technically like on the extreme 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 fringes of it but literally like sharing a meme or influencing on social media has those slight ripple effects and i mean there are people behind the scenes manipulating all those strings and uh it's it's scary that kind of stuff is is terrifying. I'm drawing a blank on the dude's name, but there was like a Soviet dude from the Soviet Union who was talking about the 30 year war or whatever and like mm -hmm. breaking down how he's going to break down the American culture and crazy. Well, it's we, working. We, we felt like the Cold War ended in 91 or whatever it was, but they didn't. They kept fighting it. Like it just started. Mm -hmm. They went, you know, gray. They went like gray man, we'll say. But thank you. Insane. Yuri Bezmanov. Yeah. That, that's who did it. Ah, I uh, you also, were thanking that guy. Yeah, I thank you, Yuri. was commenting. <laughs> no, that's the guy who, who coined that. Don't who thank Yuri, that. no. Yeah, how did Yuri get on our live stream? <laughs> <laughs> Give him more money. Um, Jeff says, who does hair and makeup? Darnell or Brian? Brian would absolutely be our hair and makeup guy. 100% Brian. He's just that guy. Darnell's hacking the matrix. That's what he's that's what he would be doing. I'm in. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Hey John, what's your favorite state? Not New York. Well, I know that. But... New Hampshire's pretty awesome. You been? Mm -hmm. Where'd you go, New Hampshire? Uh, a place called Newfound Lake. Our neighbors used to have a cottage there. We went every summer. It was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Very peaceful. Nice. The lake was so clear you could see all the dead bodies at the bottom. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Right down to the turn. <laughs> right down to the boats that sank. But just absolutely beautiful. So you like destruction and death vacation. Nope. Boats at all. that sank. Nope. When I was younger maybe, but not now. I'm too old for that. Too Tyler. You're just beginning, John. Come on. What about you, Ty? Where's your favorite state? Yeah. Yeah, Ty. Panic. Depression. <laughs> <laughs> don't red flag okay. me um all right i don't know there's so many cool states out there i i think hawaii i've been to hawaii twice and just it's so cliche but it's, it's just such a different vibe it's like aloha it's bro. like just like throwing up some shakas and <laughs> like shaka bro i don't know hawaii is beautiful the people are just so laid back and cool and like there's this thing that you, you hear about called island time. Yeah. And it's just like. It's called poverty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All those islands are great because you're either super rich and you're a colonizer or you're poor. Yeah, and then so it doesn't many, matter. Yeah. There's only so many. Island provides. Yeah. Eat. There's a fish. I'm fine. I sleep on the beach. Yeah. It's great. 
called poverty. Tyler. I think they should have got more than seven hundred dollars. Who? Wines. The- From what? The fire? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that that's, stupid? That's an insult. Actually, the um. But we'll send seven billion dollars to Ukraine. No, hundred billion. We're or way over seven. Yeah. Um, Can't take up a care of our own. The place Lahina, the place that had the Hawaiian fires. That's mm-hmm. literally where we've stayed twice. Like all the restaurants there. Um, we stayed at the super historic hotel right next to this giant old tree, and like literally. I circled on like that was my hotel room. Yeah, literally just ashes now. Crazy, so sad. I love seriously as a piece of my heart. I love Hawaii. You ever been? You've been to Hawaii, right, John? Mm-hmm. What what island? Uh, the main island, Maui. Not Maui. Um, Big one. Waikiki. I don't, Hawaii. I don't. Know. I didn't stay long. I, just, I think it is Hawaii. It was a stopover. So, you have a cool story about was it cute Puerto Rico or Cuba. I'm not sure. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, the hotel where you guys had to like stay? No, Dominican Republic. Dominic- Neither. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's go ahead if you want to. I don't want to bore people with. Okay. Silly. Well, we'll save that for the vet verbatim. I guess. Army stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll, that's such a good. Story who wouldn't want to hear about? Yeah, landing a helicopter on the lawn of a luxury resort <laughs> and staying. You're gonna have to stay tuned for that one. You guys broke that helicopter on purpose, didn't you? We tried to fix it, I swear. <laughs> like we really, oh no, we really did. So. Yeah, crew twenty eight, like all, like man, they've broken down at the Ritz Carlton. They've broken down at anybody the beach out there watching. Let us know your favorite state and why. Where should we visit? We should do a live stream from a remote location. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Vacation. You should do it for one of the towers in Attica. Definitely going somewhere else. <laughs> be interesting and scary at the same time. Like the guard towers? Yeah. Oh, okay. But we have to break in. Like we can't. Like we're not gonna ask permission. We're gonna sneak in to the Attica prison. When I, yeah. That'll we, go. We won't be allowed to leave. <laughs> You're gonna get a visit tonight because of that. Uh, when I was in scouts, I was in the Alexander Scout Troop, so right next to Attica, and one of the assistant scoutmasters was a guard at Attica. And we would do our chicken barbecue every year, right? And he would sell. He'd figure out, like, oh, okay, the chicken barbecue's on a Saturday. He'd go to all the guards that were working that shift, and he would sell them all, like, a chicken barbecue ticket. And a couple of years, like, I would go with him to drop off, like, 30 or 40 or 50 chicken barbecue dinners to, like, the entire guard shift that night, which presented two thoughts. I always, Or, like, at least the one big one I always thought of was, like, what if we accidentally, like, food poisoned? Like all the car, like just accidentally, oh just because we're like yeah. scouts, we don't fucking know what we're doing. Like, it's sorry, it was, a, it was a pig roast. We always did a pig roast. And Didn't wash your hands. We just like, yeah, we just like fucked up. We just like, you know, get all these guards sick. Or dysentery. You all get then dysentery. The funny thing was, this guy, he was a real like ball buster, real jokester. And like, this is Attica. This is like the most serious prison, right? Like, and he would go and he'd have, you know, he's on civilian time. He's just there on his own. He'd have his keys, probably had a gun on him. Like, I don't know if he did or not, but he'd have all of this like metal objects and he would just like stand under the metal detector. And it's just like, like going off. And his friends are like, get, get out of there. Like, stop it. And he would just like, he'd stop. It'd be like if Bill Whitman was a guard in Attica basically. And then like five seconds later, he would just go under it. The klaxons are going off everywhere. But the where I was going with this, the tower guards, they would literally lower a basket and we would put their yeah. pig roast dinners in there, and they would boop, boop, yeah. boop, 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 pull the basket back up. I just thought that was so cool. Like, it's very serious. Like, you're not coming down. Like, we got to stay up here. I'll put that piggy in a basket. Ready to shoot. 
what a great documentary stream. is amazing as well about right. the attica, the attica right yeah. yeah there's a really good one on netflix really that's excellent what's it called uh, problems at attica or something i don't know but it, it's the only one on there so what year was that 71 i want to say yeah i wasn't alive i was one year old oh what was it like living during that time like, were you I scared i really can't remember strangely enough i really can't remember all right, well, Brandon's on his phone, so that means he to, wants to be on I'm the screen. I'm trying to see if uh, I too thought cool. I saw. Yep, great content, Brandon. Stop. Yep, just waiting just waiting for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about stuff, too. Stuff. You either love it or you either hate it. So Some, let me, oh. Can I plug training again? Yeah. So if you want to take individual training, we do. We're slowly opening that up again um just call the store they will put you in contact with me i will talk talking to one you. on one talking one-on-one -on -one training here i'm gonna drop a link okay, okay. and do the website don't even call us just do the website. yeah oh we have a whole form that i gruelingly created took him just kidding shout out to jessica at, took him like 20 minutes no it jessica did it i told jessica what to do and she does amazing job with our website um while you'll put a brief description on that form, the, the, we will always call you and have a discussion about what it is that you want to learn, where you're at. And then that way, when you do show up here, you are as prepared to be here as possible. So there shouldn't be any real questions. So, and it's slowly, we're slowly building that up because one range for training and currently one individual training. So. If we haven't called you back, please be patient. We will get to you. We're, we're working on trying to grow the training department. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get more people. Um, so that, it's just hard because of the fire and the space. It's such an, I hate using it as an excuse for everything, but it's so sure. limited. We have um, 650 square feet. But with the new That's place, we're going to be so ready for so many things. Oh, yeah. All, All of things. the things. All the things. <laughs> I very soon want to do a whole stream on like the new shop and just give everybody as much info as we can about it and go over some renderings. And actually, I forgot to tell you, our architect, Mr. Hens, I believe he said he can do 3D renderings like his software can take what is shown on the drawings and make it 3D. So that'll be cool. Why don't we make me work hard and we'll just shoot a video talking about it. It'll be awesome. It won't be a live stream, but it'll be an upload. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Is it my understanding that as the building progresses, you're going to be posting things on Facebook? Oh, yeah. Where it's at? Okay. Oh, yeah. And Good. The, we have a great Facebook team. The goal is to start. We actually, they're, they're building two. This is hard to tell from that drawing. Uh, but it's actually going to be two separate buildings. There's, there's going to be a building over the range and then a building over the retail area. And that is the new retail area. And they're going to start on the range building first. So that way, as soon as that building is done and we can get to work in there, we're going to start building out the range. So hopefully by the time they're done in the retail area, we can just open. We can have the range open again. And the retail area might be a little rough around the edges. There might be some finishing. Like when we opened the first time 10 years ago, uh, we weren't done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll, there were some pictures that came up uh on Facebook that have definitely been taking me down yeah. memory lane that, yeah, like this, this was 10 years ago, everything coming up. Like we opened January of 2014. So coming up 
very soon it's going to be 10 years for, wow. for TFP. It doesn't feel like that. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. I remember when you used to come in shooting for Laser Max, and you would just buy all. I think all the Maxpedition stuff yeah. that we had. Yeah, I would just. I have a thing. I totally about that. Oh, me too. I mean, I, we bought the Maxpedition stuff because I love. I was like, oh, I want one of everything that they make. And the easiest way for me to accomplish that is just to become a dealer of theirs. Yeah. Like you can have whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, it's a great way to run a store. Knowing you, why are we making a profit? Well, as I know you now, I can only imagine what you used to think of me as as a kid. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Literally a child. Like, you had to think I was so stupid. I was. I was dumb back. Still are. Yeah. No. Depends. We're very proud of you. At least I keep my finger off the trigger. John and I are very proud of you. You've had some life experiences <laughs> handed to you, so good job. Oh, sorry. Thanks. We wish you would come over and visit us more often, you know, yes. but it's okay. We'll your dad, dad and I. You come are, over uh, for her, yeah, just to do your laundry, and we get that. <laughs> you've got this woman you're involved with, but whatever. I'm uncomfortable. It's not how we raised you, but <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, what was that thing you were doing where you're grabbing my leg and said, name a state? And then <laughs> pull the taser. Wasn't that? No, you grabbed my leg. Oh, and then you wait. Go on. I, I think for legal reasons, I have to stop. My lawyer just texted me to, he said to stop. <laughs> please stop. I'm, I'm stop talking. talking about. I'm embarrassed. He said, he said please stop talking. Uh, all right. All right. Ask the question. Yep. Let's get out of here. Go ahead, Ty. Well, John, God let's talk it. about it. I'm just going to leave. Can I leave now? <laughs> Can I leave now? <laughs> don't. Do you I'm have just, it or don't are you? The, yeah. Is it there or not? What are you talking about? Your shark lease. Yes. I have them with